we're seeing it as kind of bridging the experience from both sides and continuing to bring uh, both TSN as a media entity and FanDuel as an operator closer together where it makes sense. Excited for what it's going to give to our customers. And I think uh, the type of thing that you're going to continue to see from our, ourselves and TSN and a few more things in the hopper. Welcome back to the Gaming News Canada Show podcast presented by Osler, Hoskins and Harcourt LLP. Thank you for joining us. I am your host, Steve McAllister. On this episode, Nick Solsky of PointsBet Canada will walk us through next weekend's PointsBet Invitational Curling event in Oakville, Ontario. We will also be joined by Connor Murray, the Vice President of Marketing for FanDuel's North American Operations, who will talk to us about FanDuel's latest innovation through their exclusive partnership with TSN. We welcome back to the show Nick Solsky, friend of Gaming News Canada and the Chief Commercial Officer for PointsBet Canada. Uh, Nick, thanks thanks so much for being with us once again. Hey man, hey Steve, it's great to be here. I uh, these this is always this is always fun. So happy to happy to join. The uh, points bet invitational is coming back. We knew we knew that was happening, but uh, crazy as it seems, you're bringing back the one million dollar bracket challenge, which is really cool. Um, we're going to talk a little bit over the next uh, ten or fifteen minutes about the celebrity event on on the Friday night. Um, but first, I mean, this it really does, this event really does kick off the, I think the curling, the curling season for Canadian curling fans. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it does. I mean, there, there've been a, a couple other curling events that have, uh, that started kind of smaller ones that started in, and I think there was one in Alberta and there was one in, 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 in Oakville a couple weeks ago, but from a, uh, you know, from, from, uh, an event that, uh, brings in, all of the best teams from across the country. Yeah, the the Invitational is the uh, is the the icebreaker. No 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 pun intended on the curling season. Actually, I guess that pun was very very much intended. I know you 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 find that funny, Steve. At least it's the two of us. Yeah yeah no you you definitely uh, you took that one to the house, Nick. Um, <laughs> Nick, the great the great thing about curling is it really it's it's a sport and it's events like this that last year you had the event in, in Fredericton, which I think was a, a you know again roaring success, pardon the bad pun, but it's kind of nice having that event open in a small in a small city, but then coming back to the greater Toronto area and going to the 16 mile sports complex. And for anybody who hasn't been there, I mean, as someone who coached minor hockey in, in the greater Toronto area for a decade, 60 miles is one of the best hockey arenas. And I, I know the main arena is going to be a, just a superb curling venue as well for your, your event. Um, but curling is one of those sports where I think it translates so well, whether you have it in a, in a large, a large community or you, you have it in a smaller city. I mean, you hit the nail on the head. I mean, that's the incredible thing about this sport is it's literally played coast to coast, right? Small town, big town. It really, it really doesn't matter. And you know, what's so exciting about next week's invitational in Oakville is, as you said, 16 mile is great. You know, Puck's pub is actually right in the venue as well. So it's going to make all of our patch festivities that much, I mean, that much easier and more efficient. And, you know, for for us last year, Fredericton was was not only the inaugural points but invitational, but and 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 you know, New Brunswick is a is a province near and dear to my heart because I spent you know the best four years of my life at university out there. Um, but the points but invitational is also the first ever single elimination curling tournament. So it really we are really trying to bring a new spin 
oh God, here we go again, a new spin to the sport. And, you know, that's where, you know, and you, you mentioned it, you know, the sweep 16 contest, you know, which is akin to your NCAA brackets that people fill out every year. Um, and, you know, you have your, your perfect bracket contest as well to be able to provide a free to play fun, engaging opportunity for curling fans and casual sports fans from across the country to try and try and win a million dollars, but at the same time, um, get to, get to know a little bit more about the specific curlers, get a little bit more of a direct line into the sport. And, you know, unlike your conventional curling bond spiel that, you know, candidly is a little bit confusing to figure out who's playing who and when and all this, this is single elimination. So you're going to have your, you know, your 16 best women's teams and your 16 best men's teams, and they're seated one to 16. So in the opening round, you're going to have, you know, you have, you have Carrie Anderson's team, the number one women's seed playing University of Alberta team. Now, obviously, you know, Carrie Anderson, the four-time winning, you know, four-time defending Scotty's champion is a heavy favorite, but sports, anything can happen, right? So that's what I really love about this event. Not just that, you know, we have the great uh, privilege of being the sponsor of it, but it really is um, a way to bring uh, a wider audience to a sport because it is that simple. One, one match winner keeps going. Um, so yeah, we're, we're absolutely excited. It starts Wednesday, the 27th at 16 mile. And then the finals are uh, Sunday. Uh, I think noon on Sunday is the women's final, and then 5 p.m. Sunday is the uh, the men's final. And both uh, TSN and RDS broadcasting the event once again. Nick, last year we talked about uh, in advance of the event that the players were excited about it. What what was the response you got once you got out to Fredericton and the and the players went through this event for the first time? What what was some of the some of the feedback that you got? Oh, I, I think everybody, I mean, I think everybody loved it. And, and Fredericton was an incredible host city. Um, it was unfortunate that there was a hurricane going through uh, Atlantic Canada at the same time, but it didn't really put a damper on the event. It didn't hit Fredericton as hard as it hit, unfortunately, some of the other towns out there. Um, I think the curlers, we had a great time. The curlers loved it. I will say there was, there was one moment that it will inevitably happen again, where if a match is tied in the last end, they have a sudden death draw to the button to see who wins. So, and, 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 and I am not a professional curler, but I guess the, the team that would have the hammer gets to choose the intern or the outturn. So a lot of the teams were, um, a lot of the teams that had to go with the less popular route um, were a little bit frustrated by that, but, the drama of that moment. And I think it happened. I want to say it happened three or four times in Fredericton. And when you have the entire, you have the entire rink and everybody's, you know, the, the, the curler, the curler throws the rock and everybody's clapping and cheering. And oh, it, it's so much fun excitement. So I think the, the, I think the curlers in general um, all had an, an awesome time. And everyone that I've spoken to is really excited for this year, especially that it's coming to the GTA. Um, and selfishly, being a regulated sports gambling company in the great province of Ontario, we can actually offer markets to, um, you know, to the great fans who are going to be joining us in, in Oakville. So we're pretty excited about uh, it being in our in our you know, backyard, so to speak.
Hey, Nick, that off, being able to offer the product this year, it kind of it's a nice segue into just the evolution of the relationship that PointsBet has with Curling Canada. I mean, I think Curling Canada was one of your first uh, your first partnership announcements. I think even before the market opened in Ontario, correct? Correct. Yeah, it was the first. You're right. It was the first deal that we we announced. Um, you know, and and I've, I think I've said this to you before. The the when I agreed to join PointsBet, um, the first call that I made was to Catherine Henderson, who at the time was the CEO of Curling Canada, who's now the CEO of Hockey Canada, as many of your listeners will know. Um, yeah, I I I just think, and I still believe, there's so much incredible upside and opportunity in helping to develop this sport. Now, curling isn't the biggest gambling sport, but to be able to help build our brand alongside the incredible curlers and the great community of curling fans out there is, I mean, that is so much, that brings so much incredible value to us where it's, 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 it's not all about how much handle or how much turnover we take as an operator, but it's, it's how our brand, um, you know, how, how our brand identity and our brand awareness grows through, you know, the broadcast relationship with TSN um, and through obviously all of the incredible endeavors of the, the Curling Canada folks. Yeah, you guys, you obviously exploited that relationship too, Nick, by having the Einerson rink do the do some responsible gambling messaging, which you know was acclaimed uh, last uh, last year. And and uh, again, as we know, a lot of these national sports organizations across the country, not everybody. Um, uh, has the resources and and we talked about this i think for both the newsletter and the toronto star column about the the you know the the the, the availability of data for curling and and that was something that you and nolan teeson talked about when this partnership was announced that you were going to point spread and curling canada were going to collaborate on enriching that data set and and making curling a more attractive sport for for betting which in turn, and, and we, we mentioned this also on the show about the fact that leagues are seeing that sports betting does have a positive impact on, on fan engagement. So this is a win-win for, for both, uh, well, not both, but for, for points bet, for curling cat, and also for the sport as well. A hundred percent. I mean, ultimately, we do what we do to make the experience of watching live sports more fun. At the end of the day, it's all about fun. Now, gambling isn't for everybody. But to put a couple bucks on something that you're watching makes it more fun for a good percentage of the sports fans out there. Because um, ultimately, you know, and, and I'll, you know, and I, and, and, and I try and trumpet this as much as possible. We are in the business of fun. Yes, of course, every operator wants to make money. But if our users are not having fun while they're gaming and they're watching sports, though, they're going to stop. Right. So to your point, it's not just about the data and the markets. You know, it's about um, creating great brand awareness touch points, really to help um, uh, educate and to help inform, you know, as an example, or two things like we are going, there's going to be um, a new RG feature that will be very prominent during, uh, during the event. It's going to get some people talking, I think. Um, you know, we are also going on the Thursday night of the Invitational. This is something I'm really excited about is we're bringing out uh, the sports business and the sports management program from Brock University. And we're having a student night at, uh, at 16 Mile featuring, um, featuring a number of, of speakers. Um, I'm, I'm unfortunately, I was unfortunately asked to moderate this, this, this conversation, this panel, which I know will go sideways. 
but we have you know Jace Knight from from Maple Leaf Sports Entertainment is joining us. Rick Ramsbottom from Unite Partnerships, who works very closely with Curling Canada, is joining us. Hannah Gogan from Curling Canada is also joining. Like we're and we are going to, and there's a number of others as well. And you know, we really want to we want to help grow the sport, not just from a gaming perspective, but from a workforce perspective, from a um, you know from a recruitment perspective. We want to provide access to to knowledge for those who are looking at getting into this this industry, which you and I both know is not only growing in Ontario, but hopefully, knock on wood, will continue to grow across the country in, in short order as well. So, you know, yes, it's an, it's an incredibly important um, curling event for both Curling Canada and us, but there's a lot more to it that we're excited to, to shine a light on. You know, the Sweep 16 contest, the student night, we're doing a celebrity draw to the button for charity on the Friday night at 16 mile, um, which is going to be super fun. And we're going to have a great band coming in from Kingston to play the patch after the celebrity invitational. And we have some awesome folks who are coming out and the names will be released next week, but it's some of the greatest hockey players Ontario's ever seen matched with maybe one of the greatest um, athletes this country has ever produced. Um and, uh, and and a number of other really exciting folks. So, yeah, it's going to be an awesome, awesome time in Oakville. Hey, listen, you can never go wrong, Nick, when you you get uh, former or current athletes and you get them to try a new sport. And, and um, I'm sure you've been in a hack. I've, I've been in a hack a little bit. And, and throwing, uh, throwing draw weight is not an easy task if you're not a regular curler. No, it's it's not easy. But what my wife and I, what my wife and I have learned, because we've taken, we took a curling lesson, and then we we curled. It took us about fifteen minutes just to feel comfortable throwing the rock. Now we're not any good, but boy, you know, it's not. It, you know, a lot of people believe curling is this really impossible sport to play, and it actually isn't. You can go out there and have an amazing time, and really, all it takes is you know, 15 minutes or so, a lesson, maybe with a little stabilizer to help you as you're sliding down the ice. But at the end of the day, um, I, what I've learned is it's just, it's a really awesome, fun sport. And I'm just really excited to be someone who can help shine a, a brighter light on it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there's not a better gathering moment for fans and sport than the, than the, than the Briar Patch. Dude, the patch is going to be, I mean, obviously the puck, you know, pucks being in the venue um, is going to be great, but you know, it's, it's hard to describe to people what the patch is like. I mean, I think everybody in the sports community now has gotten familiar with, you know, the waste management open and the Phoenix open. Now the patch is that after a curling event, right? Like curling events typically are a little bit quiet and this and that. Now we're trying to change that. Um, and hopefully the Invitational will have a little bit more of a ruckus vibe and energy to it. And that's, and I'm going to do my best to create that, uh, that, 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 that energy myself. But ultimately, like, I remember, you know, I, I you know, I, I've only really been involved in the curling industry for a couple of years now. And I remember the first time I went to a patch and it blew me away. You know, we're talking about hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people having some beer, having a great time, singing and dancing at the top of their lungs. Typically all the curlers, they come off the ice and they go into the patch. Like what other sporting event do you go to when you see like Olympic gold medalists drinking beer with just random fans? And it's just, it's just full love, great, great people, you know? And, 
you know, we use the word beauty a lot. Like, oh, that guy's a beauty or that girl's a beauty. Like it, but truly is, this is a community full of beauties. Yeah, no, the real that's that there's a real charm to the sport. The fact that uh, the fans still have, have that kind of access to the, the players that that's becoming increasingly less in, in the uh, in the professional or high performance world of sports these days. And Nick, I want to wrap up. We we did that. Uh, we asked you about this in the newsletter, and you were kind enough to provide us with a statement. Just uh, Curling Can announced the announced their new title sponsor for the bar last week. It is it is Montana's Barbecue and, and Bar. Um, I don't know how much you, you, you can go in any specifics or whatever, but I'll, I'll ask anyway, I mean, was there, was there any point where, where you had conversations with Curling Canada about, about title sponsorship? And if not, is this a case where you're, where you're quite happy with, with where this partnership sits right now and, and you want to, you want to execute on different elements of that from what you might get from a title sponsorship deal? Yeah, I mean, I think what you know the 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 latter of what you just said is is definitely the case. I mean, we're really excited about what we're building with the Invitational, right? I mean, the Briar is never going to change. I mean, sure, maybe certain things will change, but you're not going to have a single elimination Briar, right? So at the end of the day, you know, we think about innovation, we think about creating new things, and that's what we are effectively doing with with the Points Bet Invitational, right? Um, now, obviously, when when the the former Briar you know partner stepped away, um, there were lots of rumors and lots of chatter about. And we we I think PointsBet has been one of those brands, not not the only one, but one of them that's been making a lot of noise within the curling industry. So, you know, I, I think it was just natural for people to assume that the Briar was something that would interest us. Now, don't get me wrong, the Briar is an iconic event. Um, I think I'm excited that um, uh, that Montana's uh, you know barbecue and bar has decided to to jump into uh, to jump into the space. I think they're going to be an incredible partner for the Briar. You know, I, I think that at the end of the day, again, we're just so excited about what we're building with the Invitational. We're just we're we're really happy um, with that event, and we're just really excited to be in Regina this year and and help Montana's you know celebrate their inaugural Briar and. Uh, you know, I'm looking forward to the uh, the food at the Briar this year. Now, uh, now even more. I have a feeling. I have a feeling it'll be pretty good. <laughs> I got a feeling that the riblets will be high on the, high on the menu items for you, Nick. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Right. Um, there's a, a little nod to my my cheeky quote, or not even cheeky, my uh, meaty quote for from the newsletter. <laughs> couldn't resist, Steve. I couldn't resist. I, I, I am a dad after all, so dad jokes are high in my uh, in my repertoire. I, uh, I am with you, brother. Uh, Nick Solsky is the Chief Commercial Officer for Points Bet Canada. Uh, Nick, wish you a lot of luck with the, uh, with the event. I know it'll be, uh, it'll be a big hit. And uh, maybe we'll try to get you on the, the week after the invitation wraps up and, and, get, uh, and get, do a bit of a postmortem with you. Yeah, absolutely. And for any of your, uh, your great listeners who um, are interested in coming out to Oakville, like literally all you got to do, find me on LinkedIn and um, I got, I got tickets. Um, love to have as many fans of Gaming News Canada out to, uh, to Oakville to see with their own eyes what uh, the future of curling looks like. Always appreciate your time, Nick. My pleasure, Steve. Thanks for having me, brother. A word from our sponsor. The Gaming News Canada show is presented by Osler, Hoskin and Harcourt, LLP. Osler's gaming practice has the insight needed to help clients navigate the complex and evolving landscape 
of the gaming industry. Osler's position as a trusted advisor in the gaming industry has been built over years of service to operators, suppliers, and gaming authorities. Visit osler.com slash gaming for more information. That's O-S-L-E-R dot com forward slash gaming. Now back to the show. Really uh, excited and, and uh, welcome him to Connor Inc. back to the show. Connor Murray, the Vice President of Marketing at FanDuel. And Connor, we appreciate you coming on board. Thanks for having me, Steve. Good to be on. Hey, Connor, we, uh, the reason why we wanted to get you on here, we, we had uh, reported back at, at the end of August on um, you know, what, what we thought at the time was a real nice piece of innovation and, and the latest twist in, in your exclusive partnership with TSN. And, and that's um, users of the TSN's website now being able to, to see the latest odds and, and get to the sports book with, with, one, uh, with one click. We're, I'd like to start just by asking what what was the process to to get to that piece of innovation, and who are some of the people involved in in making making it happen? Yeah, no, look, we're really really proud of this one. I think um, it, it, it's another kind of global first that we're we're doing with TSN, having this this really really deep partnership with um, with a massive media partner. Uh, so. The, the process was a long one and a ton of people involved and I, I shouldn't be anywhere near the microphone taking credit for this <laughs> one because there, there's a lot of people that really dug deep both on the on the TSN side and, and on the FanDuel side so a ton of people to, to thank but really our our product and tech teams just working directly together figuring out how to how to elevate that customer experience and um, we kind of see it like what, what we did originally was was actually on the FanDuel side figuring out how to and showcase what's live on TSN and kind of organizing the the events by that for FanDuel users. So you can think about it as uh, from that side, it's FanDuel users on our app thinking about like, okay, well, what's on TV and how can I bet along and watch with that? And now we're thinking about the reverse side of it as well, which is TSN users browsing through their app and then maybe browsing through stats or, or, or data on different games um, and then to be able to directly think about building a bet slip from those uh, from those data points. So we're seeing it as kind of bridging the experience from both sides and continuing to bring uh, both TSN as a, as a media entity um, and and FanDuel as, as an operator closer together where it makes sense. And so really, really proud of that one. Uh, excited for what it's going to give to our customers. And I think uh, the type of thing that you're going to continue to see from our, ourselves and TSN and a few more things in the in the hopper that I'm equally excited about. Yeah, you know it's it's interesting, Connor. Like we we were talking about earlier before you joined us about uh, about the, this that two screen experience. You know, not probably like a decade ago where we would watch a game and and we would have uh, Twitter on our phones and watching a game on TV. Um, you know, now they mentioned third screen, but I, I think it's it's more than that. I think it's multiple screens. And to your point, uh, I think a lot of us that watch games now, and I, again, I'm I'm a casual sports better, but uh, when I watch a game now, I've got a game on TV. I'm I'm, I'm looking at a couple of sports books. I'm I'm on I'm on Twitter and I'm checking Instagram. I'm sure young people are all, all over. You're TikTok. just quite the Renaissance man, there, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just wanted to show how hip I am, Gavin, by knowing knowing all those social media channels. <laughs> it, 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 Connor, it's it's it is a much different experience, right? Over a decade. Yeah, big time. Um, and, but to, to your point, like that's our North Star, I would say, is just to be that complementary piece to the, the sports viewing experience. Like we, we fundamentally believe that sports betting can be a really, really additive uh, feature. 
to to what you're watching like if it's an NFL Sunday or if it's some midweek basketball or um or anything like that but we we really do think it can kind of add on in a really really nice way so when we're thinking about product development or thinking about promotions or thinking about the different markets that we want to offer that that's always in the back of our mind is is, is how do you add value to to that user and um, we think we've done a nice job of that so far uh, we have to be conscious of it when we're building out our integrations and when we think about connecting these different touch points because what you don't want it to be is just shoehorned in which i think is a it, that can be a temptation um so we want to make sure it's natural it's organic and it's additive and complementary to the experience that's what we focus on Hey Connor, when when uh, TSN and FanDuel both first announced this deal back and and I think right after the market opened, I had a chance to talk to to Dale Hooper, your your boss at FanDuel Canada, and, and Dale talked about that there was going to be a lot of conversations, meetings, and there was going to be those daily touch points between the two partners. Has there been a, an evolution of that, and is it something that's maybe grown? Where obviously in your role, there's a marketing piece to it, and I talked to Dale about working with the the editorial teams at TSN and, and the FanDuel trading teams, but obviously there's product integration now. Like how, how has that relationship evolved over years now? Yeah, it, it has evolved. I'd say it's been rooted in the same principle and that the two teams want to work really, really closely together. Um, and we've brought in different, uh, different teams over the course of that relationship, depending on what we want to execute against. So um, the marketing team are in the room when we're, when we're thinking about the uh, the content integrations that we're going to do. Um, I was just up with them in, in Scarborough yesterday planning for the NHL. Um, we bring the product and tech teams in at the right time when we're thinking about some of these, um, these more functional in-app experiences that we want to connect. And then... Um, something that we set up really early on, and I'm I'm really proud that it's it's kind of continued and it's and it's blossomed is is having our traders have a direct line between talent and and uh, and the production team over at TSN. So that really just helps build the content and and help things flow a lot more organically. And I think um, I've been really proud with some of the stuff that's come out uh, off the back of that. We, we talked about what a busy time in the sports calendar is, and, and you mentioned the meeting with TSN on the NHL season yesterday, but I guess you can't state strong enough how important the NFL product is. Have you seen any trends so far or, or you know, just different engagement as it relates to, to people betting on the NFL here in Ontario? 100%. Uh, NFL is huge for, for sports betting, for the entire category. Um, we knew that from the from the US, from our work down there. Um, very pleased to see that it translates up um, north of the border is exactly as you would expect. Um, and I think particularly this season, we've been we've been blown away by the uh, the uh, appetite from our customer base into into what we've put out there. We've kind of been the the summer is kind of a quiet time in a sense, but at the same time, you're you're planning for NFL to put your best foot forward. Um, and so happy we did that, happy with the reaction we got from our, our customers off the back of that. Um, but then you, just as you have a moment to breathe, you kind of got NHL coming up, you've got NBA coming up. So we're really into crunch time now. But September definitely is all about NFL from our perspective. Uh, we probably see it as like the front door um, to our category. So a lot of new customers come in around NFL. Um, and I think we've done a really nice job activating against that. Yeah, we mentioned the, uh, the the popularity of the of the field goal uh, parlay in in, uh, in the U.S. last week. But what are some of the like 
you know, we've, we've, Mark and I have been to these conferences now, Connor, for the better part of two years. And there's always seems to be, uh, uh, at least one pound discussion on, on micro betting and in, in play betting. Is there a percentage now where in play betting is, is larger than, than people placing bets in advance of games on, on money lines or over unders? Or can you, can, how do you slice up the pie? Yeah, I wouldn't, it, not quite larger than, uh, than pre game. Pre game still makes up the, the, the bulk of our business, but look, in game is a, is a really meaningful part of our business. Um, and, and it always has been since for well over a decade now when you go back to a, a flutter level um where we're starting to see some of the innovation in the live space and i think flutter are, are really ahead of the pack on this one is, is getting in things like um live same game parlays or or even some of the more um the more structural stuff which it's not as not as buzzy on the on the headline but thinking about bet delays um when you're live and you're in play like trying to move away from Kind of suspending bets and stuff like that, and, and just availability of markets throughout the the game uh, as the game is playing out is a really really important uh, and often overlooked component of of live betting. So the team are, are working really really hard in the back end of, of trying to improve that experience all the time, and I think we're making meaningful strides now uh, in that area. Uh, any uh, surprises so far, um, Connor? From you know two two weeks in the NFL season, like are you surprised by certain bets that you're seeing or or are, are certain teams or we, we assume the Buffalo Bills are really popular in Ontario, especially Southern Ontario or, or any endings that you're seeing? Uh, a lot of unfortunate Aaron Rodgers betters uh, against the MVP. <laughs> I, I really empathize with them as a, as a Packers fan. Um, Jalen Hurts got a lot of love on the MVP. Actually people were, were really uh, expecting him to, to kind of continue his progression. Uh, Bill's not the number one Super Bowl pick, surprisingly. So a little bit a little bit disappointed by Bill's fans. I don't know if they've lost faith from from last season, but I think they need to they need to strap back in and uh Connor, and I think it's more than lost faith from last season. I think it's from, <laughs> I think it's from, from the last fifty years. <laughs> yeah. well, we need to dig deep and get some uh, get some resilience. I'm on the bandwagon now. Um uh, we're we're a partner of the Bills as well, so I'm I'm looking forward to to going down once the once the snow starts. Uh, I had the pleasure actually last year of uh, of watching the game against Minnesota. It was one of the must have been one of the best NFL games I've ever experienced in my life with the Justin Jefferson catch and all that drama. Uh, really, really enjoyed it. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's uh, that's taken off a bucket list item for for sure, mm-hmm. Connor. Hey, last last question, Connor. With this piece of innovation with TSN, for for someone who you know would might come and click on the, see the odds on FanDuel and go to, go to Sportsbook and sign up for an account, like what what advice would you give to somebody who's just starting to dip their toes in the water as it relates to sports betting? And um, definitely start small. Honestly, is my 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 big advice. Just just put in a few small bets and and try and understand the mechanics and and how things work. Um. And, and really take your time and, and don't rush into it. There's like the one thing you hear pretty consistently from, from new betters is that things can be a little bit overwhelming. Um, there's no, like, I think our minimum bet is something like 10 cents. Um, there, there's no harm in going in and, and, and trying it with that amount and, and just getting a feel for how things play out. Um, we have a, a guide on our, on our site that kind of walks people through some of the more sophisticated bet types. Um, I personally love same game parlays. I think it's the most entertaining way to um, to, to bet personally. So, like my type of betting will be like a, a small stake on a same game parlay 
relatively high odds and just combine three or four different things on a on a game um and then you've kind of got that enjoyment factor uh throughout the game uh so i like doing that that's a, a personal preference um but yeah i'd recommend starting slow reading the reading the guides do a little bit of research on it so that you understand it well um and then uh then go from there yeah, that's that's really that's great advice, Connor. For for people who are new to betting, that that that's, you know most sports books do offer that education, and there's there's sections on the app to to learn to learn about betting. So really suggest that uh, that pe- people do that. And to your point, I think those same game parlays, wagering small amounts of money, you can have a bit of fun by investing in your favorite teams and your and your favorite players on an NFL Sunday. Absolutely right. Absolutely right. Connor Murray is the Vice President of Marketing for FanDuel. Uh, Connor, always enjoy our, our conversations. I don't know if we'll get a chance to see each other at the Global Gaming Expo in Las Vegas in a couple of weeks, but but if not, we'll we'll definitely uh, we'll get you back on joining us on the Gaming News Canada show before the end of the year. I'm going to keep my head down, so I'll let, I'll let you out of it. <laughs> Good. Good chatting to you as always, Steve. Thanks very much for having me on. Great. Thanks, Connor. That wraps up this week's edition of the uh, the Gaming News Canada show presented by Ulster Hoskin Harcourt LLP. You can find the podcast on GamingNewsCanada.ca and, of course, the various podcast platforms. As always, uh, if you want to learn more about the Canadian sports betting and gaming industry, suggest that you, uh, you get a subscription to Gaming News Canada. Again, you can find that at GamingNewsCanada.ca on Substack. Thanks so much again for joining us. Thank you for listening to the Gaming News Canada show. Sign up for our newsletter at GamingNewsCanada.ca. Follow Steve McAllister on LinkedIn. Message Steve if you're interested in being a sponsor or featured guest.